morning, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. Um, it's very weirdly warm, but not like I haven't been able to get comfortable in like two days. A very weird sensation where it's like hot, but also not hot. It's, it's a very weird kind of kind of thing to have to deal with. Um, I'm not entirely sure what's causing it. Um, we're here to talk about the third episode of The Last of Us, which may have been oversold to me. Um, I'm not saying it's not great. This is the strongest episode of the show so far. Um, but based on people who have seen the entire show, which I'm not one of them, um, it is the it is the strongest like it is the strongest episode of the show. And one of the best hours of TV ever is what I heard going into this. And I was like, all right, right on. You know, let's see it. And it's great. Don't get me wrong. This is a great episode. Uh, I just think it may have been overblown how good it is. Because um, it, uh, you know, the story's great. And it's kind of self-contained, too, which is interesting. Um, to, to do this story almost entirely self-contained within the, you know, within the hour. Um, or hour 15, this episode was. Um, which led to some interesting choices. Um, so this episode has Joel and Ellie going to, um, you know, they're going out to Bill and Frank's house. Um, Bill being this, you know, he, he's a, a doomsday prepper, and, uh, he was ready for this to happen, and he was all set, and he had his stuff ready to go, and he had his, you know, his little compound ready. Um, and, um, Frank being his husband, and what happens is they, they, he has this place, he has it all set up, he's living by himself, one day Frank comes along, stumbles into a hole, and, um, that's not, you know, a, a literal hole on his, in his yard, um, and then, um, you know, he, he gets rescued, um, I would have preferred that the assumption the two of them make over one of the, over them being gay was a little less Frasier-esque, because it feels reductive that it's like, oh, he plays the piano, oh, he knows what wine to pair with this meat, oh, he, like, oh, he's gotta be gay, um, like, I, that feels reductive to me, that, you know, but whatever, I mean, at the end of the day, if that's it, that's it, um, and, and probably... That's also reflected in the game, um, which, again, haven't played this far in the game. So, the two of them are living on this compound, safe from zombies, safe from raiders, um, and, uh, they've, you know, grown a life together. Um, eventually, Joel and Tess, you know, get in contact with them, and then they come and, you know, they become friends, or, you know, Bill refuses to admit he has friends. I mean, Bill, like... Nick Offerman is great, and this just feels like the dramatic, the, the dramatic version of Ron Swanson, who is also gay. Um, it's like, he doesn't have friends, he has, you know, acquaintances who he doesn't hate entirely, um, so he's, you know, he, and, and Nick Offerman is putting on a great performance in this episode, um, but again, I mean, part of it feels like that he had seven years of it, or six years of it on Parks and Rec to kind of nail down this kind of character, um, either way, I don't want to reduce it, um, he does it, he does it well, um, 
evolving was interesting to watch and seeing them grow old was nice um and then for it to reach the end and it be um you know it's such a heartbreaking end for the for the two of them um where you get to the end and it's um what's it called it's uh they end up you know, they, they both, like, you know, Frank is very seriously ill, and he's like, look, we're not going to be able to cure this now. They couldn't cure it then, we can't cure it now. So, today's going to be my last day, we're going to do everything I want to do, and and then I'm going to take all these pills, and I'm going to die. It, it's such a sad, sad, uh, sad end. And then, to, to get to the end, and for it to be like, um, for, for Bill to make a choice to like, no, I'm going to die too. Um, but if my purpose was keeping you safe and if you're dead, I don't have that anymore. Like, it's such a, it's, it's, it is so well done, the entire episode. And then for, um, for Joel to get there a few days later and, uh, after they've died and to, for, for them to find the note that it's like, look, we, please don't go into the bedroom, it's probably not a pretty sight at this point, um, just, you know, let us have that, it's, it is such a great, you know, testament to the storytelling of this show, um, that they, they handled this, this well, within, within this short amount of time that they had, um, to, to do it, because look, I would have watched an entire show of these two, um, in the apocalypse, and, and slowly coming to, you know, getting to the end of their lives, as, as things go on, this, that kind of tragic story is great, I just would have preferred that I didn't also see women talking and living in the same weekend, um, oh shit, they're not the light, alright, why by me, um, because that was, that was part of the issue, was the idea that, like, can I just get a fucking break to have something uplifting? at some point this weekend, um, but didn't happen, whatever, um, and, and then for, like, for, it took three episodes, and now we have the resolve of Joel and Ellie going out on their, on their mission, it's like they're gonna go out to, to see Joel's brother, and that's gonna be their big, their big adventure at this point, and I'm like, alright, right on, so it took, it took to this moment for, for that, because it, it, it took the note where he said, where Bill's like, I'm gonna leave you everything and use everything you have here to keep Tess safe. And for him to see that and then for it's like, oh shit, Tess died last episode and now he's left with Ellie. It's like that's the moment where he's gonna steal his resolve and he's going to, you know, he's gonna go out and and and, and have Ellie and protect Ellie that same way. Um and I think you need that based on where the show is going, which I won't spoil. Because um, while I haven't played the game, I know how the game ends. Um, I did look it up out of curiosity. Um, way back, like 10 years ago. So even that could be incorrect. Um, but the idea that... Um, yeah, the the idea of where this is going, and it, it, it's all kind of interesting to me. Um, to see how this kind of all plays into it, um, now we have, every, everything's in order now, and everything's going out, and now we're gonna have them going on their, their quest through, 
to the wasteland, and I'm all for this. I'll, I'll watch this, you know, anytime. It, it, like, this episode is so great. Like, and, and I think part of it is I just talked myself into it a little bit, and I think definitely part of it was last night when I was watching it. I was uh, coming off of watching football all day after watching Living and after having the experience at Best Buy, which was incredible in the episode about living. Um, so I was already in a pissy mood. And then I was in a pissy mood about football because the the early game was shit and then the, the late game was, you know, not terrible, but it's just, just terrible officiating all around. If you're an, if you're an NFL fan uh, and, and you disagree with me on this, it's like, I don't care if you're a Chiefs fan or not. There are, like, the last call of the game, I get. That one you have to call. Like, you can't let them take a shot like that on the quarterback out of bounds, but beyond that, it's, it's just appalling what they called or didn't call in a good amount of these, uh, in a good amount of these games, and, 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 and both games had it where the officials heavily favored one team over the other, um, and it's just, it's ridiculous, um, but whatever, um, that's off topic, so I think after all of that, going in and then watching this, it, it kind of was like, well, I'm already in a pissy mood. Um, but it's such a well-told story in an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, it's kind of just bookended with, um, with Joel and Ellie going on their, going on, like, on their mission to, to get Ellie to the Fireflies. And uh, it, it's, like, and the thing is, too, it's like Ellie in the beginning um, asking about the, what's it called? Asking about the, uh, you know, flying on an airplane and, that, and Joel being like, yeah, it wasn't as great as it sounds, um, like, for all that to happen, and then for them to get to the end, and, like, and, and the other thing was, like, the, you know, like, there was a moment very early on in the episode, which, on one hand, I kind of understand, on the other hand, I'm like, all right, we get what you're doing, it's a little ham-fisted, though, like, there is a moment early on in the episode where they kind of, like, look directly into the ca- into the camera, about COVID, and it's like, so what? One day, everyone was, you know, just, you know, crowding on airplanes and, and doing what the other thing was, and then the next day, we had a, we had a global pandemic. We weren't prepared for a pandemic, and it's like, all right, I get it. I'm looking at, I, got, I, I, I get what you're doing here. I, I get what you're doing here. Uh, I don't think we necessarily need that, um, but on the one, that's one hand. On the other hand, like, the, the original game, um, The Last of Us, came from a pre-COVID world. Um, it, it was a, it was, you know, seven years before COVID. It was 2013, if I remember correct, this game came out. Um, and the, the, the issue was that, um, the, like, it would be weird if they didn't modify things in the same way that like we talked about it with like you know uh, when we do the Star Wars podcast Josie and I um, we've talked about you know getting the chance to rewrite or have we talked about that yet maybe we have maybe I talked about it on here I don't know I, re- I read Outbound Flight and I definitely thought about this because I read Outbound Flight again recently and then after reading Outbound Flight after reading Thrawn Ascendancy gives you a sense of, oh, this is the power of the rewrite. 
this is the power of we get a, a second chance to to tell this story and map it out. Where knowing what we now know about the aristocra of the descendancy and, and all of that and how that works, um, like with with the expansion within um, what was that other one? Um, with the expansion within uh, Thrawn Ascendancy over the course of a trilogy. Like, it makes Outbound Flight feel like, you know, a first draft. Because it's like, a lot of the things that are there were changed or modified or adjusted or... Which are just three words for the same thing. But it, they are just... It, it's kind of the same thing, but, you know, slightly different. Um, and I think you get kind of the same thing here, where it's like, look, we've, we're getting a chance to retell this story. We're getting a chance to, you know... With the benefit of we now know how people react in a global pandemic, adjust the story in a way that, like, it, it, like had they kept things the way they were, it would have felt more traditional um, to a to a zombie story. And I think that like having the opportunity to to rewrite, if you will, what their what you know what the original story was to match, you know, what, what was largely a a massive, you know, like. It basically was a massive sociological study of how people will react in that situation. And if you're going to take that and not use it, I feel like that's a misplay. That said, the dialogue's a little on the nose. Um, and, and I feel like that's kind of something that needed to be, you know, addressed a little bit. Um, I was hoping for more backstory about the origin of the virus I did, uh, or the, the fungus. Um, we got a little bit of that with the, oh, it was a fungus, so it was in a, um, it was probably in something that people use, you know, every day, like a, uh, a flower or a, um, with some kind of pancake or, or, or cookie mix or something like that, um, so that way it, it, it got into the entire world supply at one time, so it couldn't be, you know, slowly combated, and it's like, oh, okay, that's cool, I get that, um, it's an, it's an interesting kind of way to to address the issue at hand, which is like how like because that was a question I had too when I was watching the uh, the pilot and, and considering it is a fungus that needs to be spread by biting or anything like that, um, like the idea that like how how did it spread so rapidly to the entire population all at once? And it's like besides the fact that there's exponential growth on a virus or in this case a fungus, I guess that it would be a, um, you know, it, it is the, the, like, the idea that it was spreading through the food supply answers that question. Um, I think that they did that very well. But, I think we'll wrap up there for today. Um, what else have we got this week? We're going to catch up on National Treasure. We are going to, um, because now there are going to be three episodes of National Treasure to watch. Um, there is going to be uh, Knock at the Cabin. We have an episode about old the, uh, going up tomorrow for 30-minute reviews. The M. Night Shyamalan movie because we have a Knock at the, Knock at the Cabin this week. Uh, we also have um, I'm looking for anything else to watch, but if there is nothing else maybe 80 for Brady later this week. Um, I really don't want to see 80 for 80. Um, it's the kind of thing where it's like, I don't know, it just doesn't look very entertaining. Uh, I'm going to do an episode about Hi-Fi Rush as well this week. I don't have that on the calendar. Like if you go to multipleworldproductions.com slash calendar, you 
you can see the calendar of events that are upcoming. Um, and uh, I was gonna, it's not on there because I didn't know I had a, a Game Pass PC. Um, what's it called? A, a PC Game Pass. Um, what was the word I'm looking for here? A PC Game Pass uh, um, free trial. And that you can get Hi-Fi Rush on, on PC Game Pass. So I, I, I did get that. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. We're also going to do the last half of that 90s show at some point in the near future. And we'll do a catch-up on um, Poker Face, the Peacock show from Ryan Johnson and Natasha Leone. Um, I think that just about covers it. What else could there possibly be? I feel like I'm missing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe next week the Cosmic Shake. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but until then, have a great rest of your week.